Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome back to another episode of Do Not Relent! No, another pod, Do Not Relent! Our full Christian name will be used here. I'm Slide Whistle. I am, uh, Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And this is to be my final episode before I'm a changed man and I lose all bravado. Yeah, he's making us record early for a stinky wedding. It's making yeah. us not get to play more WoW. I get to, we get to record one day early because tomorrow my in-laws are coming into town and I got to put things on a big barn. A big barn? Oh yeah, the barn. Yes, we we have an outdoor wedding. It features a big barn. It's very, very fancy, but worry not. No one will be wearing cowboy boots or camo of any sort. I've been to far too many of those. Well, that's awkward. I have to change what I was planning on wearing when. <laughs> oh no! Cowboy boot rentals are so expensive, especially in the city. Who says they're rentals? <laughs> I just want to know how you're going to make up this key time. You know, I should be running keys in the weekend, and instead I have to be at your wedding, so what's my compensation? Uh, We are setting up, and well, we talked about it last episode, we're setting up a land station for the ADI. That's going to happen after dinner. There's going to be dancing for, you know, the old folks and the kids, but the real adults will be over there slamming keys. It'll be Upper Karazhan all night. No. You, you know, I was just about to say that, like, if anything, Aaron's doing us a favor because this weekend we won't have to run Karazhan. I ran Lower Karazhan for the first time on just a three, and oh my god, that's a real stinker. I, after hardly do, well, never doing it when it was old, and hardly doing it in Legion, I've gone through it, and I was like, eee, if someone invites me to this, I will say no. What was uh, what were all the things that went wrong in that key? Um. Well, the horse guy was incredibly difficult. I don't. I don't know if we were doing things wrong. People were getting like ass slapped. We had to try him twice, and I was like, the horse guy. It's probably the healer thing. Probably. What happens if they don't get dispelled? Immune resident healer and horse dispeller. Well, as your resident horse dispeller, hence the cowboy boots I'm currently wearing, <laughs> um, there is this dot that goes on everyone, and you need to dispel the correct person. Not, And every time you dispel the wrong person, it does, like, group-wide damage. And you tell who the correct person is because there is this little shadow that is above their head. Although, personally for me, it, like, phases in and out, and I have to, like, run around up to people. I'm like, hmm, do you have the, the weird shadow thing? I don't know if it's, like, a visual bug on my end, or if it's just hard to see for everyone, or if that's the way it's intended to be, because I don't remember running this back in, back in the day, really, so. Do you know what the symbol looks like? Like, how would you describe the symbol? It's a purple shadowy version of the horseman. Okay, because I've been looking for it, and I have not seen it yeah, once. Yeah, we were getting blown up, and I didn't see anything. Like, I, he even he has a thing he puts on the ground, and I was like, okay, I'm smart. I'll get out of that. And then all of a sudden, I would, like, cauterize. I'd do my little flame fart, and I was like, what? Yeah, because, like, for the record, um, I the first time we ran this, I saw that there was a dot in everyone, something I could dispel. So I just did a mass dispel. I'm like, well, let me position and get us all at once, and then we immediately all just blow up. <laughs> 
Also, the other big thing was when you go after Maiden of Virtue, which, by the way, is a listener to the show. When you kill her, she said, I will not relent. Yes, yes. I was going to say, when we heard it, I said, Immune, we have to clip this because that's great. We, we can add it somewhere. Like, maybe it'd be a good, like, closer, you know, to end the show. Mm-hmm. But the other big thing was, of course, when you jump off the ledge to get to the morose area, we had a hunter. <laughs> they jumped. And then we all looked. We were like, oh, no. And then we saw, like, a tiger hastily run over <laughs> And it had brought some friends. So that was that was not great because people were not expecting that one. Yeah, I mean, like, from my personal experience as a hunter man now as well, I guess, I didn't know what would happen if I jumped over with my pets. So I just preemptively dispelled them just in case. Yeah, so it was, it was a big stinker. But that's, that's me, baby. That's my bag. Being a big stinker is your bag? That's me, a big professional stinker. Um, well, okay, I guess we could talk about Raid. Since we... Wait, you, you weren't at... Were you at Raid, Aaron, for Heroic? I no, was not at week's... Raid last week because my computer uh, died. So right, I'm excited, right. hopefully, fingers crossed tonight, to actually show up to a Heroic Raid. Yeah, so um, I guess just as a quick recap, uh, last week we uh, our guild got all of Faded Nathria normal done, and then like halfway through Faded Heroic. This week we cleared all of normal Faded Sadis in one night. Um, I didn't think we were gonna do it. Um, some people were throwing, as as you might say. <laughs> I definitely did not. I was like, please, can we make it? Because today we were supposed to go to bowling and trivia. With Sweaty Gumbo and Sweaty Gumbet, and they bailed, um, which is fine because I wanted to raid anyway. <laughs> but I want my 291 chance. I think we literally full cleared normal with like not a minute to spare. Like it was right up to the time that we normally end at. If there, anything, there maybe were like a minute seven, over, but yeah. There were oh, oh. seven minutes to spare. I only remember because Lynn did say, okay. It's 12.07. I guess we'll pack it in. I was like, what do you mean I guess we'll pack it? Like, we're going to try and sneak in <laughs> the, the what's it called? Like, Heroic Terror Grew would take at least, like, 15 to 20 minutes because you have to clear all that fucking trash. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, just getting to the first big guy who gives you a power takes you 10 minutes. It's kind of weird. I, so, like, when we met the Nathria, I had, like, nostalgia for it, and, for it, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. For... Sanctum, Sadis, I was like, oh, that's right. This is a raid. When it, when it was literally the last raid tier. Like, I just completely forgot everything about it. Because in my head, it's so thematically similar to Sepulchre. You know what I mean? They're both are with S's. Mm. Both have dominated minions inside of them. But, but I was seamlessly just doing the motions. Because I guess they're burning to my back of my brain somewhere. I also just want to say it was like probably our by far cleanest, fastest, most efficient Sylvanas kill ever. Yeah, we we had a but a single kill, and I do believe it was falling off. I don't even know the bridge. I think he just fell off the pillar, like the first arena. Like no, or in phase the, three, the the third arena. I think he got really really excited to to do some damage, and then Paladin horsed his way off of the arena and i was just like okay bye 
I'm a little bummed too because I brought my feral druid because he's geared, and I was like, "Well, I want this to be full cleared in a night, so I should be contributing DPS and not bringing my shaman." But I, I wanted. I'm, I'm considering bringing my shaman to heroic, but then it's 291 base level. She's 264. Like, you know what I mean? So that jump is so fucking large. Would I just fall over immediately if something hit me? I mean, maybe, but, like, you, you know what you have to do to dodge things, so you'll probably be fine. I don't know. That raid's just got a lot of mechanics where it's just like, everyone hurts, everyone's in pain. That I'd be I'd be too scared is what I'm saying. And I don't... We're definitely not making it as far. There's no fucking way, because we're not going to get past Fate Scribe on Heroic, I don't think. Well, Lynn said that our strat tonight would be... Just going straight to Sylvanas. So what? Killing oh, Terragru right. and then what do you have to do? Terragru, KT, and then Sylvanas? Yeah, that's what he said we plan to do the night. And then after that, which I'm really hoping there is an after that. I am both excited to fight these guys and also still a little too tired to fight them a lot. Like we had to yeah. do KT and Sylvanas a lot back in the day. If one or two fails, and I, too, will be like, mm, goodbye. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, we don't even get, like, a little warm-up or, like, gear. How many times? What do you guys think? What's our Sylvanas pulls? We're definitely not going to do it in one. There's no way. Ten. I'm worried that we won't kill her. Yeah, we'll I, kill I, her. I think it'll be ten, eleven, or just not. I think we'll kill her. KT might mean KT might be a problem. We have, again, you know... People in mechanics are a little bit hard sometimes, and though we, they were doing a great job with the gl the glacial spikes, they were being set up in, in sets of three. Normally, they're <laughs> either stacked on top of each other or all <laughs> super far apart. <laughs> and then we only have to do one more raid, and then we have Slime Kitty, right? Next week, we get the Slime Cat, and it's just Sepulcher. <laughs> and people better know that one. There's zero amount of rust that has happened. We only... Six weeks ago, we were still there, sweating to the oldies. Yeah, so next week, Slime Cat's cool. Do you think Overall, you'll ever then... use it? Do you, uh, do you think you'll set maybe. it aside for, like, even a little bit? I plan to get that Slime Cat and be like, boy, and then maybe it'll show up in Dragonflight. I feel like there might be... I, I think, yeah, okay, so you're right that, like, we're at the point of Shadowlands where I only use my flying ones, basically, but... I feel like there maybe would be some kind of mog where I would use like a Necrolord set and then use the Slime Kitty. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or if like maybe I'm on my Death Knight in a battleground where you can't fly, which is all of them, I would ride the Slime Kitty. But like that's it. Like <laughs> that's really it. If it can't fly, what's the point, you know? Speaking of Battlegrounds, um, it was our first week of the new season where we got together and did our guild RBGs. Slide uh, successfully has avoided it, and I think he's off the team. I quit the team by not showing up. I, I'm so fucking done with RBGs on Mondays. I don't want anything to do with them unless you guys absolutely did need you, somebody. Did you ever get your freedom, or is it just you constantly had to sit down in the base? I was constantly base-sitting, constantly, which is which is. Base sitting isn't wasn't the majority of the problem. It was a it was a little bit of the problem though. It was so boring. The problem was is that by the end, uh, the person leading it just stopped showing up. Bear just Bear just stopped showing up. He he missed three weeks in a row, and then 
on the fourth and and every week he was like don't worry guys i'll be there next week he was like a dad who had to get like milk and cigarettes and never came back from the store and then he came back and he's like uh well rbg night wasn't canceled tonight so i don't know why we're not doing it tonight and i'm like what you've been gone for a month my dude yeah so i purposely didn't go to three in a row that he tried to host after he came back because I'm petty like that. I'm like, well, if you made me and everyone else get into groups three weeks in a row and wait for you and you never showed up and we never did it because of you, because you're not showing up, I'm going to do the same thing. And I sandbagged three weeks in a row. And then last last week, this this last week was the fourth one. So I'm like, okay, I'll show up. And now now it's, you know, it's season four as well. So I'm like, okay, I guess I can be back now. But then watch, like, Bear just doesn't show up again next week or something. Okay, Miss Hammurabi's code. I see you. You get he gave you three weeks. You give him three weeks. All right, an eye for an eye. Yeah, I I basically was like, you know, I feel like it's been long enough now. I'm done because what's gonna happen is that's gonna happen soon. He'll disappear. And then you're gonna be at that awkward number where it's like eight out of ten, and nobody else on the guild wants to join. Then we have the pug discussion. And you know we're going to get that one pug who's an asshole. And then, then I'm the one that was backup tank. I don't have a tank. I don't know I don't know how to tank in PvP. I don't have a set for that. I don't have a legendary for that. So then I'm half-ass tanking when the person who should be tanking didn't show up. It's just, it's all around very frustrating. I am done. And I'm glad that my Mondays are free to do something else rather than wait for Bear to show up. <laughs> But you guys won? You guys, what was the record of the first RBG night? We went three and one, so it was successful. And it was weird, because like, I figured it would go one of two ways. Either we would be paired up against people who you know, are normal PvPers, and this is just their first week of the season where everyone's unranked and doesn't know what to do with anyone. So like, we either we'd get a very coordinated team, or we would get people who are just trying to try PvP for the first time. And our first group was literally a group of 10 DPS. They didn't have any healers. So okay, yeah, well, you told me this. There were no healers and no thing. So it was, it was, and you guys creamed them, right? You know, we really should have, but they actually almost came back. We were in the, what's the, fuck, why am I like blanking my name? The classic one that's just like top, middle, bottom that also has a snowy version. A Rathy Basin. Yes. Yeah, that one. Top, middle, bottom. Yes. That sounds right. If it's it not looks like a Dota Eye, then it's nothing. Yes, a Rathy Basin. And, and the snowy part. The snowy part definitely seals the deal. I ain't doing those. Aaron, when are you going to do RBG Night? What are you waiting for? I'll never. Uh, player versus player content is not what I came to World of Warcraft for. You're playing the and best spec to do that on. I guess I I allegedly am. I like it in like twos and threes with my pal, but so many of those guys, I simultaneously, I end up never focusing enough, and I'm just that guy killing people and capture the flag where it's like, dude, you're not helping. And it's like, it's all I know how to do. See, now, I, I would think that it'd be swapped because what I hate is that in arenas, if like, if you lose... You can quickly figure out who who fucked up or like who died first in battlegrounds. Ain't no one know. Usually, if you fucking up, <laughs> you can be fucking around, fighting on the on the roads. Most times, people don't say anything or see you. <laughs> I guess that's my thing too. Is when I do like arenas, when we lose, it's like it's near instant, and the guy's just like fuck you. And it's like okay, that's fair. 
when you do RBGs, it takes a long time to lose a lot of the time. And you get people just like coping in the chat where it's like, this is why I play Horde. I can't believe only idiots logged on tonight. Blizzard must hate me because they give me a bunch of R words. And it's like, come on, guy. <laughs> I don't want to do this for the next 10 minutes. I knew I should have stayed Horde. I'm never going to use mercenary mode again. Good, because you suck. So now <laughs> yeah, I can go. kill you. You're right, though. Overall, like, I feel like PvP breeds, like, somehow the most toxic of the WoW player base. But when it's, like, a group of, like, our 10 people in the guild, I feel, I feel like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> is, and no, I, and I'm sure really I'm weird. sure there's a bunch of great, nice PvP people. But just, I when you get to, like, my range, where it's, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, we're throwing around maybe 3s or 4s. Those are the real stinkers. I think something about it. I like that, though. And I'm trying to figure out why I like that. Because I have joined tons of Discord servers where I'm with random people PvPing. I'm I'm probably in, like, 40 right now. I've even seen me scroll through them. Speaking of that, like, I don't know if this has happened to any other listeners or anyone, but Slide is in so many Discords that it his Discord itself is lagging. He cannot properly scroll through it. It, like... Well, I think maybe now he he's left a few, so it might it might be fine now. But yesterday he joined like the elemental shaman one or whatever, and he's like, I think I just tipped the scale, and now my Discord's broken. Yeah, it was slowing down. So I don't know how many Discords are you guys in out there. Let me know because I actually am curious what a normal amount is. I don't think Seven. I, leave, I don't leave any. Seven. Seven. This thralls balls D and D Uno Mas our personal one. Uh, a different one with Jamunky and Suli, and then one with Tyre. Wow, I'm counting, and I'm I'm at 20, and I'm not even like a quarter of the way down my screen yet. <laughs> I think I'm, I, I just quickly counted, it looks like I'm in like 35. My big thing is, any, if anyone is ever like, come into my Discord, this is like a pug, come into my Discord so we can talk it out, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I intentionally put myself in places where we don't get to talk it out. 63 Discords, that's not that many. I don't think. Yeah, that's not terrible. When you said so many, I thought it was like 150 discords. I, but I, I guess if like I'm in 63 and they all get like chat messaged at once, I guess I could see why that would happen. Anyway, now it's time to play a game that's like Time Warp, but it's not. This is Chromie's Time Bosom. Oh boy, go ahead and just... Put your face in there. So, are we like being, are we like motorboating her right now? We're motorboating no, through time. No, no, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Okay, so there was a Wildhead post about time lost lore artifacts in Dragonflight, where you're going to be going through Azeroth's past and finding these items. And I don't know, it's like AU items. I don't really quite understand but there's five of them so i am going to name the time loss name that it's given and you have to t tell me what it's referencing easy enough so when you say artifacts this is like a plot item right it's not like oh, this is the alternate version of parker's yardstick correct uh here i'll, I'll read this part uh during the chapter time management you helped the bronze dragon flight with time anomalies that have been leaking out all around the temple 
So then you have to go and collect these artifacts, the rare and powerful artifacts artifacts that disrupt the time ways. I just want to preface any conversation after this by saying that I do not appreciate that they're saying that it's leaking. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay, so what do you think is better? There's only five. Should I do? Should we do one at a time and do lightning? Or I'm sorry, both at both at the same time and do lightning, or one at a time and just trade off one on one? Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends how you're going to ask okay. us this. I'll do one at a time. I'm gonna start with you, Aaron. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, this one's gonna be a hard one. This one is called the Time Lost Compass. What is this item referring to in WoW's lore universe? The Time Lost Compass, I believe, is the compass that was passed down from the Rin family. I, if I remember correctly, Varian had it, and then he gave it to Anduin, and I think Anduin left okay, it Okay, yeah, somewhere. yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Stop, show, stop, stop showing off. You got it, you got it. One did point. he, I forget, did he leave, brief, brief aside, did he leave it on the Broken Shore, or does he have it and he gifted it to someone? I'm pretty sure Anduin had it, because they also used it to break Anduin out of his dominated state. That's like, true, Just this yeah, last patch they, or whatever. They gave it, yeah, they gave it to him. Back in Zareth Mortis. Makes sense. Yeah, it says that when he was dominated by the Jailer, he dropped the compass. Uh, it was like a message for them. They're like, follow me. All right, Set immune. me free. Catch me. Trust me and we'll escape from the city. <laughs> Aaron's on the board. Can't you compete? Now, your item to figure out what it is, is the time lost amulet. What is that? Um... Okay, you know, notoriously bad at any game on this podcast immunization, but the first one that comes to mind with me, which I feel like it's not going to be this, but I, oh, fuck. Okay, I have two guesses, but like, I have to pick one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can say them without loud, but you have to formally submit just one. My first thought was, oh, it could be like the Heart of Azeroth from, uh... BFA, but I'm like, uh, I don't know if they make a player item that. So then I'm like, okay, I, maybe it'd be like this, the famous like Sylvanas family one. So what's your final guess? The Windrunner amulet. That is incorrect. Well, what's the correct answer? It actually is the Heart of Azeroth. Believe it or not. Wow. Believe it or not. Wow, I second guessed myself. I thought too much about this. I thought they were fully willing to dump truck that thing. Just leave it in like the be passed. So I thought the same thing, but then this last sentence made sense. The Heart of Azeroth also has a direct history with the Dragonflights. Remember, the Dragonflights empowered it at the very mm-hmm. end of that quest line in Patch of, in Patch of Azara, or in Rise of Azara. Listen, though, it's not lost anywhere. It's literally in my void storage, I think. <laughs> they're, they're all called Time Lost. Yeah, here. All right, 1-0. Aaron, do you see if you can get this one? I surely cannot. The Time Lost Aegis. What is that? The shield that uh, <laughs> the Poop Kid used. <laughs> poop and kid? we and we gave it back to Odin. Uh, the Aegis of Agrimar. Correct. I like that we'll, we will eternally know him as Poop Kid. I, I, had to, I really had to think. I was sitting there in my head. I saw the man. I saw his big green and his like, watch out for my attacks. 
and God King Scovald, <laughs> that was way in the distance, but Poop Kid was right there. No, the Aegis belongs to me, God King Scovald. Let me just Poop dump kid. him immediately. <laughs> Poop Kid. <laughs> hey, look, it's Poop Kid. <laughs> Diarrhea boy, come on! <laughs> okay, alright, um, immune. Next up is the Time Lost Scroll. What is that? I feel like mine are a little harder here. I don't know. I feel like there's been a million scrolls, and I feel like I'm gonna be really like kick myself when I hear what it actually is. Think about a scroll. I, I'm trying to think about some scrolls right now. Uh, Who reads the most scroll? Uh, I'm, I I literally can't even think of like a famous scroll right now. Maybe it's like one of the one of the famous scrolls in like Karazhan or like famous like wizard scroll of some kind from Medivh. I don't know. Is that, is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm gonna be mad at the answer. I'm sure. The answer is Lorewalker scroll. Is this like a specific scroll that's famous, or is there they're just like, yo, this is one of Lormaster Cho's scrolls? I'm pretty sure it's just one he pulls out occasionally and noodles around with. Like it might be like the same one, but I. Yeah, even I am just like, I don't remember Lorewalker Cho having a big special scroll. <laughs> yeah, just as the Time Lost Scroll looks very similar to the various lore scrolls found throughout Mists of Pandaria, which there were a lot of lore scrolls. I never bothered finding them all, though. <laughs> it's okay, because you don't have to do this one that Aaron has to do. Aaron, give us the Time Lost Cup. What is that referring to? I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say they know a good character when they see one. It's gonna be Sire Denathrius's cool, cool cup he sipped anima out of a couple times. Is that your final answer? That is, yes. That or like a Lady Proctor thing, but I I know nothing about her. Uh, you are incorrect, and the answer is actually the Chalice of Rebirth. Do you know what that is? Well, since I've already lost this, I looked over, and I think... Is this the infamous cup that Gul'dan hands to? I don't. Remember, I forget who he gives it to. But then, like, it's the it's the one that we we need to eventually make a drinking game off of, where he's just like, drink. Yeah, I didn't know it had a name. Ex Do you guys know and it also, had a name? the Chalice of Rebirth. In real history, is it supposed to be a big fancy thing? Because I'm. If I remember correctly, in the Times Change cutscene, he just puts a big stinky cup in there. It was like, like some wooden cup that looked like it was falling yeah. apart, I thought. Or, or like a horn of something. Like, I, I don't remember it being like, this is a big ceremonial thing. You could check host chat. I put a Shut picture the of the cup. Okay. <laughs> so the, the picture is of the cup, which, yes, is made out of like a horn. But it's in a big ornate golden thing. I thought they were saying that was the cup. I was like, shut the f that is a lie. That is a cap on a cup. That is not what he had. Oh, no. That's like a protective vessel that's protecting yes. this cup. That is like a, yeah. Well, basically, as we described it, a broken looking shitty cup. So Aaron wins. This is Do weird. you think any orc would be able to point at that thing like no 10 years way. later and be like, that is the chalice of rebirth? I didn't know it had an official name. I thought it was just Gul'dan's Cup. I thought it was Ghoul Cup or Cup Dan. I, I want to call it Cup Dan from now on. Cup Dan. <laughs> I, the dark wizard Gul'dan, and my secret artifact, Cup Dan. <laughs> 
drink. We must go into the, <laughs> the tomb of Sargaros and grab Cupton. Drink me. Hey, it's just me, Cupton. What's going on? And now, he, now he's a little cartoon guy and he's dancing. Oh, he can't catch me. <laughs> Cupdan is running away. <laughs> we must find him in the tomb. Well, I guess that means I will go and pour myself a shot. I will be right back. See the kid. <laughs> what a fool. What a fool. He never knew the same things I knew. <laughs> he says from the kitchen, mine were bullshit, though. <laughs> His were bullshit. Like, it was like time lost book. And I was like, slide whistle. This is a little unfair. There's been a lot of books. Listen, there's only five options here. What do you, I just went in order. It's not my fault that he chose to go first. I don't know if he did. You had me go first. No, he said, I said, do you want to go first? He said, no, I will I will pass to the wedding man. That's what he said exactly. And so I was like, okay, I'll pass to the wedding <laughs> he man. Is, he's always, a, he has a way with words. Call me the wedding man. The top comment on, on Wowhead, on, on this article, is just, um, right. <laughs> That's it. It's like okay. <laughs> these these poor guys. I I run a corporate Twitter, so I understand sometimes when it's just like announcing thing. Neat. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Okay, but then some people say say shit like archaeology died for this. What do you mean? I don't think they were gonna do archaeology if this wasn't happening. Like what? <laughs> Some Malfurian ass <laughs> story switching. Archaeology died for this. You must understand, Tirinda. I wonder what happens to these stuff. Like, so is like we have to find it. But like, is it AU Anduin's compass? It has to be. So what I was wondering, like when you first started asking about this, I'm back with my shot, by the way. But um. Does this have to do with Chromie's big fat time adventure wild time ride? Yeah, it says that um, we helped. Yeah, we helped the drag the blonde dragon fight with time anomalies that have been leaking. So that has to be the same thing, right? Because then you go through like the Murloc stuff. Also, including enemies like time lost Murloc. Excuse me, time lost Murlocs and Arakoa. Yo, bitch, Arakoa are gonna show up again. What the fuck? Let's go. <laughs> They're going to be the ones that are guarding uh, the Aegis of Agrimar. They're like, it's been years since we've talked to Poop Kid. <laughs> are, are these all allegedly things that have created large moments in Warcraft's history? Yeah. Like, some are. Like, the, the, the Cupdan is obviously very important, and the Heart of Azeroth is important. Is the Compass, or is especially, is the Aegis of Agrimar... Okay, well, the well, the Aegis of Agrimar is one of the five pillars of creation that helped defeat the I guess so that's, that's very important. true. I guess it did have a very important thing before it was just the thing we pried off Poop Kid. Yeah, and then, like, even in Legion, it became even more important when, yeah, as Sly had said, we used it to stop the Legion. But I'm going to take the shot now. <laughs> oh, yeah, enjoy it now, because you won't be getting any this weekend. No shots at your wedding, Aaron? No shots at the wedding. It was the the cup thing was going to be astronomical. So please just uh, drink any of the lovely mixed drinks that are available. I'm gonna get my. I'm, I'm getting a shot. I'm gonna make those bartenders pour me a shot in my mouth. <laughs> they'll say no, sir. No, we simply can't. And he'll say, "Who's paying your salary?" And it's like, "Not you, sir." And then I'll point to Cup Dan, and I'll be like, drink. And he'll be like, yeah, drink. 
yeah, do it, put it in his mouth. Now I'm just picturing Cup Dan as like a battle pet that Gul'dan has like pulled out beside him. Honestly, I think they're missing out on a huge opportunity. If if they were to legitimately release Cup Dan, a floating cup that would like follow you around and like bubble like liquids over top as a battle pet for $10, every single member of the Horde would pay for it. Because they're fucking demon drinking, chug lugging beasts. And I buy it. And, and you could instantly turn that into merch. Everyone would buy it. And then it'd be like, everyone fucking loves Cup Dan. Here he is. <laughs> Here's a real cup, Cup Dan. You know, like, everyone would love Cup Dan until, like, two expansions later, it's revealed that he was actually a Dreadlord that entire time. Oh, man. Cup Dan, how could you? I think I love Cup Dan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think, you know what? I really do think it was kind of a throwaway joke. I think I can't continue without Cup Dan in my life. And wow, the fact that it. The Cup Dan is not in it yet makes it a vastly inferior game. <laughs> Cup Dan. While I write up some Cup Dan fanfic, here's our roving reporter, Growlina. I welcome you all back to another session of this Growl on the Prowl. I'm here with my fellow Lupine Lady. Retlia, Ret, which of these beautiful afterlives would you personally love to exist in after your passing? Ardenwield, Obs, it's beautiful, the music is great, and I can just be a little pixie and live a carefree existence. A very wise choice. You appear to be a warrior, though, seeing as you have those two huge axes. Does that mean you'll be automatically conscripted to Maldraxxus? The home of all true warriors? Hmm, that is a bump in the road. I think I'll just have to start underselling my abilities as a warrior then. Just show off that I'm really not worth their time. I think if I undersell and underdeliver, I'll be able to hop over to the forest once they see that. <laughs> Failing upwards, we here at DNR love to see it. And I love to see all of you. But alas, our time is up, and part two is beginning now. Hey ho! What's going on? We're back! I definitely knew what I was going to say when I started this segue. That's what you were going to say? It was all planned all along. (laughs) All planned. I, I have it penciled right here next to me. Awkwardly open mouth. Hey, hey, that's, I knew what I was going to say, dot, dot, dot. So we've been dicking around in the alpha. Um, they keep updating it, and I, and it's really annoying because I take forever to set up my evoker's talent trees, and whenever they do a new update, it wipes it, and I have to fucking do it again. I don't remember what, what I picked, and it keeps changing what pieces I can put in, and it's super annoying. But goddamn, are the abilities so fucking cool. Did I talk about Alpha at all last week? I don't remember. No, because we we were just kind of in it. But I think the farthest... Well, you... Because you were farting around in just the world. I believe I was the only person who had gone to the Dragon Isles. And you have now lapped me. I, I think I said... I said about how the Drakthir can't wear clothes, right? I think I said that. Yes, but yes. We did touch upon... Hmm... 
only some pieces, and as far as I've been able to determine, it may just be shoulder pieces. <laughs> and then staffs and things. It's but you, sh- they, they can't, they can't wear them, right? Because staves no, just can't. go, staves go into their back. Did you get a knife? Oh yet? yeah, 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 yeah. So like the the staff would go, it just like disappears, like into their back. But um, the but shoulder, it does that for it does that for all races, right? No, well, it, no, it goes you, away. Because you can have, yeah, you can have a staff like on your back. It physically shows up. For an evoker, they just put it into their wings and it disappears. Because I guess it treats their wings like a back piece, like a, a murloc egg. Yeah, because it would look it would look bad with the wings flapping and like the staff like clipping in and out of them constantly. But the the shoulder pieces really threw me. I just thought it was weird that like <laughs> I'm just wearing shoulders. I'm like, what is this? It doesn't match anything that I'm doing. So I'm gonna end up hiding them anyway to begin with. Unless you specifically mog them to go with your rest of your evoker, like barber shop set that you chose it's it's just a weird decision because you know what goes even better with the evoker armor are the shoulders you just get at the beginning it seems weird that they'll be like oh you can fix shoulders and like i feel like 90 percent of people will be like i don't want this get that shit out of here i finally tested the dragon riding system um, it's super fucking cool, but it's also a little bit weird because I didn't realize it was a charge-based system. So like you can't hmm. you can't do it forever, basically. When now when you say charge-based, being like you can do it 3 times in a 15 minute or like it has a bar that depletes while you use it. Yeah, that's it's the ladder, the bar. It's definitely less obtrusive than the 15 minute cooldown. Um, so basically, so I was running around the centaur area, the around Plains, and well, first of all, the plains looks very fucking cool. It reminds me of um, Shadow Moon Valley um, in Draenor, in, in, in Wad. Like, it looks so cool. But, so I, I can't fly, you know, I'm on my ground mount, my ground dragon mount, and if you double tap space bar, then your mount jumps into the fucking air, your dragon mount jumps into the air, and it begins to do like the Drek their sore. And then when you do that, this blue bar appears in front of you. And it has a resource called Vigor, which is weird. Okay, so what does Vigor do? So as you fly, Vigor depletes. Okay, so so you have the Vigor bar. And under the Vigor bar, there's like essentially soul shards, like warlock soul shards, but for the evoker. And you have three little blue shards. Stay with me here. Okay, you have the bar, and you have the shards, and you're flying, right? <laughs> okay. It's, it, that, that sounds like the opening to, like, Shaman King. He had the bar, <laughs> and he had the shards, and, you know, he'll go really far, Shaman King! <laughs> it's basically Shaman King. Um, and I'm like, this is awesome. And I'm like, wait, I'm only falling to the ground. What? No, no, nothing's happening. Turns out, in my spell book, <laughs> I have 55 racials to look through, and there's two buttons in there associated with dragon flying. So you have to have three buttons on your bar that are dedicated to the ability to fly on a dragon. Okay, first off, why don't they just have like an extra special action bar that appears with just those things on it when you choose to go into... Uh, vigorous dragon riding mode 
I actually think they may have because this new build. Remember, I haven't been with the dragon ride until this build because I haven't, I haven't been trying very hard. <laughs> um, and <laughs> we've been shirking our responsibilities as alpha owners. And so Blizzard made a blue post today about how they how they retuned the dragon flight. In addition, we've improved the hot bars for dragon riding, allowing players to customize their hot bars through drag and drop as normal much like a druid's bar when in bear form, or other cool forms. This also resolves some issues like not being able to use abilities to dismount, and not being able to interact with quest items while mounted. So basically, I think it used to work how you said it, and they changed it because people complained, and probably it's better, I guess. I don't know. But so the, the two buttons allow you to go higher, and allow you to go faster. Or go higher is one of them, ascend, and speed is the other one. And pressing one of those buttons or activating dragon flight for the first time will deplete one of your crystal vigors and do, do the vigors recharge they recharge but they only recharge if you are grounded either on a mount or not on a mount doesn't matter your feet are on the floor you're gaining vigor and that bar will move and then it'll fill and then it'll fill one of the shards go ding and fill the shard up. It's a very loud ding. I, I, I was just about to say, is it actually audible? <laughs> yeah, it's it's loud. Or, now the cooler way that I haven't been able to fucking do yet is if you go fast enough, if you re- maintain a certain high speed, then your vigor will refill. So you can do it while you're flying. <laughs> you can do Sonic the Hedgehog cool points and <laughs> recharge your ring energy. Do you have to like learn this in in the alpha somewhere, or do you uh, just need to ride a dragon, or do you need to ride the special dragon from it? Um, if if you're if you're in the if you're in the alpha, yeah, you're in the alpha. All you have to do is go talk to the big torn man in the middle of Stormwind, and he'll teleport you to the around planes, and then it's you you have it all in your clutches and stuff. You can just do it. I went so fast, and I was getting bigger for a little bit, but then. I ended up blasting through the zone walls, and it said, you're going too far. You can't go that far. And then it sent me back to fucking Stormwind. Not the old round around on planes, Stormwind. And I'm like, I guess I'm done dragon riding for today. It's funny, because in the Drakthir starting zone, they have this whole thing where it's like, learn to soar, which is mm-hmm. like the... And then, like, I was just like, they're like, yeah, just take your time, test it out, like, soar around some more. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do that, but... It's a, it was a really small area that you were able to test it in. And I, <laughs> yeah, and, and the soaring, I think you can touch like a magic crystal, but if you don't read well enough like me, you soar again and then you land and it's like 10 minutes. And I was like, well, I, I'm not waiting around. I guess I got it. I think they changed the time of soar or I picked up a, an ability in my talent tree because my soar was only four minutes. It wasn't 10 minutes. So that's something. So people who were crying about it can stop crying about it. That's me. And then the only thing I had was um, the visage form thing is really cool. I can just trigger it in my spellbook to whenever I'm not in combat. Like the minute combat ends, I'm back in my like elven form. But but there are three to four spells that I can cast in my visage form. Hmm. Which, which is really interesting. I don't know if that's intended or not, but you can cast, like, Living Flame and, what, the Slicey Arcane one as well? 
Basically, as long as it doesn't involve you opening the, your mouth. The claw, the claw one works as an elf person. Uh, what's which? What, what's the claw one? What color is this? Ah, uh, it's blue. It's blue. Okay, I think the blue one puts you in dragon form. I think, but this one looks very similar to I w- an animation. I would have to wise. imagine because because there's there's a lot of moves where it's distinctly like slash with your dragon tail. You take flight with your dragon wings. And I was like, I don't think you should be able to do that as like a twink. Yeah, it's more of a bear thing. I have a feeling this is coming for Worgen. I think you're going to get this, Aaron. All they have to do is fucking just call it Worgen Lady, and you just put it in your spellbook, and if you press it, when you're out of combat, you'll just be a person. The whole thing is that Worgens are supposed to have been trained by the Night Elves to be so peaceful and dedicated they can do it like on whim. So you could easily just have a trainer in Nudrasil be like, I haven't. I've really worked with your people and improved the balance. Click on me, champion, to learn. I really like the the potential name Nudrasil. We've been kicking it around for a while there, and I mean, when it works, it works. My whole thing. So one, you can manually enter visage form, correct? Yes. Do you fall forward and scream on your hands like the Worgen animation? No, or is, you do you not. Or you just morph. Boo. You just morph. That's, and that, that's why they're the inferior people. It's all about that weird animation where your hands change and your guy looks really scared. No, thank God we don't do that. This brings us into our super spoiler territory. If you don't want to be spoiled about Dragonflight, you can leave. I mean, you probably already left, so it's fine. I mean, we've already been talking about spoiler things for Dragonflight, but yeah, this one in particular is pretty spoiler heavy. It might not even be true. It might be a lie. So this is also the speculation corner. <laughs> it's got a lot of names back here. This room just has like 50 neon signs on the side of it. But yes, here we go. There has been like some data mined dialogue in the alpha that involves um, the resurrection of Ysera. Okay. I say we just, like, speed read this conversation. So it's a conversation that is between Tyrande and Malfurion. Tyrande's like, Ysera, your flight needs you. We all need you. Whatever the price may be for your return to Azeroth, name it. Tyrande. Tell us. It's me. I must be the one to stay. What? Ysera knows this, though she would never ask it of me. No. We will find another way. When she gave her life for mine in Valshara, it was not her time. But now the balance may be restored. Then, then I will stay as well. Shandris and the others, they can... Tyrande, should everything we hope come to pass, the Calderai will need you. Don't do it! I am so tired, Malfuria. (laughs) Same girl, same. Do not ask this of me. After everything we have endured... My love... We have always been the strength of our people. They will follow you ever onward, and you will never be alone. Until I see you again, I will dream of the night we may truly rest together. Okay, well, if this is real, this is stupid. But also, I love the fight. I love the if this is real, Ultron is like, can we just fucking die together? I'm so sick of this fucking shit. <laughs> like, fuck this. Oh my fucking god. You were asleep for like a million years, and now you're gonna be asleep forever? God. This is like my eighth war. Jesus, Jesus. 
just the fact that like even Taronda is tired that like the writers at Warcraft are giving her the Claire Edwards treatment, Degrassi reference of like being written every storyline in the book. It's like she went from, you know, literally becoming the Night Warrior and having to deal with all of that shit to wanting to kill Sylvanas to then being like, oh, just kidding, I'm going to like just um banish you to the maw to tend to the fact that like all of my night elf kin were murdered by you it's like oh now my lover is finally awakened from his nap and absence from the last two expansions to say that he is ready to kill himself to resurrect ysera so this is my thing and i haven't now having fully read the exchange when he says kill himself i know a lot of people are like he's gonna explode and never exist is it just they do a switch him up? Like, Isera, Isera will come forward and he just will exist in Ardenweald? I'm sure it'll be somewhat like Willow Blossom sacrificing themselves so that Isera could, like, hatch into Ardenweald, right? It's probably going to be, like, Anima. Like, yeah, he's probably going to, like, He's going to become Force. Yeah, I, I think because, like, to, like, replace... Because, like, she had to give a piece of herself to Ysera, the Winter Queen did. To like even have her be up in the first place, right? She like imbued her with a piece of her or something. She she used some of her power. Yeah, my big thing, and I don't know enough about druids, so people are like, that can't work, or that doesn't has nothing to do with that. Fucking scenarius has been around for ten million years. If you need to take him, have it, yeah, or if you need to have Malfurion go away, just have him be like scenarius was destroyed so i'm becoming the new scenario so i'll be in the dream but i will not be uh literally in nudrasil if you just needed to move one of them away just have him do that you know i just realized that like this is even more so that like they've been giving like taronda every single storyline she was the one who had to kill ysera in the first place remember okay that i also yeah i would love to go back to that whole part in time the ysera part so mafurian says when she gave her life for mine in vashara it was not her time she didn't give her life for him she did it wasn't like a one-for-one exchange i, I guess it the, wasn't the a only thing, the spear the only thing i can get out of it was like she was there yeah like maybe malfurion's like Ysera would never have been there if not Xavius had abducted me. But it's like, yeah, she would. It's the Druid Zone, and he's fucking up the Druid Zone. So, like, King Queen Druid will be there. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly from Legion, like, Xavius was corrupted, and Xavius corrupted Ysera, and then they, like, stole away Malfurion? So, he was already captured by that point. Xavius already had Malfurion, because you're with Taronda, and then she, 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 the whole, Taronda, my love, when it's actually Xavius saying it, is happening. But, remember, Xavius is trying to, he's stealing the tear of a loon. So, Ysera should have been there to begin with. <laughs> she has to defend this, you know, she's a champion of a loon. She's, a, oh, yeah. So, 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 Malfurion is incapacitated this entire time he's captured. And Ysera is flying overhead and swooping down to stop him. And then he goes, yeah. He goes, here, catch this. And throws a corrupted spear through her. And then she becomes corrupted. So at, at no point, like, did Malfurion take a bullet for, you know, this wasn't like a, she should yeah, have been it, there anyway. Was, he, yeah, he, regardless of if he was uh, roped up or not, she would have been there. 
maybe he's saying that if he wasn't captured, she wouldn't have had to be stabbed by the General Tao spear of Xavius and be corrupted. I guess, but that doesn't even make sense because again, like he's sieging the Temple of Elune. He's sieging he's sieging Valshara. So and he could do that with or without capturing Malfurion, you know? I guess, I don't know. And I guess maybe Malfurion thought if Tyrande and I were there, we could have been the champions. Maybe Isera would have just like waved a clawed hand at them and been like, Go take care of it, kids. I I don't know. He's wrong. But maybe it's like survivor's guilt where it's like, if I had been her champion, she wouldn't have had to leave her big green house. And like, okay, so like, I'm, I'm on the subreddit of Warcraft lore, which is, I didn't know this was a subreddit. And the, the, this person's, Bissaromi is right. Malfurion has been completely unused since Kata. He's had like five seconds of screen time. His Valshiral appearances are legendary for how bad they were, which is hilarious because they weren't bad. Again, people think on the Warcraft lore subreddit that, him being Tyrande was actually him to this fucking day. Like they have slandered I, I, I my man's a, I name. I think a lot of I think a lot of people goof on him for getting captured in the first place, which is so but like, weird. Even though Xavius is a little guy and then turns into a big meat balloon, he is supposed to be like an intimidating force. As much as I don't like him, I will give Malfurion that he got hoodwinked and captured. But but Xavius is he was like. Queen Ashara's second in command, and during the War of the Ancients, like he, like he's not just a, he's not just some chump. Like he's a former, you know, he knows their ins and outs of their culture. He knows how to like, get in and out, and he's fucking, he's Ashara's bed boy. That's something. I don't know. It just was very bizarre. The Druids don't really have like anybody else. Who do so, we got? <laughs> yeah. So, so this is the thing that I was thinking about when I was walking around the Target because my uh, job interview did fell apart um (laughs) there are so not like so many but there are other druid races i don't feel like they have put enough people forward to claim that they were important like worgens have one trolls have one the guy who like doesn't know how to be a druid and you have to help him well Uh, oh yeah no zenkihi is that who was yes i i believe that's his name zandalaris have none and Torin have like one that they bring in just so that whenever there's a druid event, like the horde can get invited too. There are a bunch of Torin or Torin. There's a bunch of druids, but they need to like have them do things. Yeah, like I don't know the last thing Hamul Rune Totem. I mean, I know last thing that he was helping the Heart of Azeroth or yeah, Naralex. He, he, <laughs> he was yeah. the guy who stood outside the Heart of Azeroth, like the sword specifically, and waved his hands. He led the Cenarian Circle in trying to fix that boo boo. I don't know. I just like this is the, like, Mephirian's irreplaceable. Like, yeah, like he's not done anything since Kata, but like he's literally the first druid ever. Like, he's the first druid ever. Isn't that bizarre to kill the first druid ever by just having him blow himself up and sucking his animal? Like, at least have him die to, like, 10,000 people fighting him. Something crazy strong. Like, this is uh, lame. This I, is boring. I, I think as the first dude to ever love the nature that much, becoming one with it to bring back, like, the goddess of nature in fiction works but I do agree that I am just beefing it in a cutscene is not how I would have done him out. Yeah, I mean, like, that. My, that that's like kind of, like, what I'm going to say here. That, like, my main issue with this is that, like, we haven't even really seen him in a long time. 
like I feel like the loss of him to newer players are like, well, whatever. I don't even know who this guy is because like we don't see him very often anymore, and he's supposed to be like one of the most important people. Like we were talking earlier off pod about just how many Warcraft three like heroes are still around, like the good guys from Warcraft three, and like how many of them have died and things like that. And it's like it, we feel like his death should be a little bigger. The answer is only two, two good guys in Warcraft 3 have died in World of Warcraft, and it's Karn Bloodhoof, who does not count. He does count, but you know what I mean? Yeah, talking about beefing it on killing off a character. And the other one is... Who's the other one? Uh, Vol'jin. Vol'jin. And he, te- <laughs> yeah, right. and, and he got he got to come back. Yeah, and he, he died well, pretty bad, too, though. I know, but at least his death, it made sense and was, like, monumental for a very long time afterwards, too. And, like, uh, my, my whole thing is, as well... They could do the whole Mafirian gives his life for Ysera thing, but they could make it more epic. It could be like, okay, yeah, let's go to Ardenwild and bring Ysera back. And as he's going to grab her, oh no, they're being attacked by 85 million primalists. And he's like, you go and I'll stay and fight them all. And then he fights them all and they all die. You know, like, you can do that. That's, that's at least a little bit cooler. I guess we don't really 100% know the context of this quite yet either. So I'm not sure, like, at what point of Dragonflight that's this will even happen. Like, we could be, like, questing with him for the entirety of Dragonflight, and this is, like, halfway through or something. I apologize. I just, this popped in my head, so I just want to set the scene. You are fighting a bunch of them, and then, yeah, there's, like, a million zillion primalists. And then he's like, I, there's no way we're making it out. And Tarandi's like, no, we got to keep fighting, because I love fighting. That's my new shtick now. And he goes like, no, all of you leave. I'm going to do a big nature magic explosion and then you do and he blows up like a thousand primalists and then you go back and it's like this beautiful uh grass zone and then Tarande's like this is where we will plant new drasil like the Ooh, i got chills the, just now from like that. the 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 ashes are not at opposite of like the flowers that were made by my shondo by my lovers explosion will be the seed to our new civilization and what's funny is that you know reading this that could happen and and this is also something that's interesting like we're freaking out about this but this is like this is a very small section of this could be anything after Toronto's last line he could still be alive like you know what i mean like he could just be like yeah i killed them all uh, let's go <laughs> this could just be like they're discussing options and then like like one sentence after this they're like nah we'll sacrifice chandris instead lol yeah or isari just comes forward she's just like yep it's just it's just marithra like we all thought sorry we uh we goofed you it could even be like i'll help i'll do it and they turn around and it's like somebody else you know it's like Agatha Grim Totem or something. Celestine of the Harvest. Oh, Another yeah, working Celest- down. Celestine of the Harvest. Yeah. Gen, Gen get- steps in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we're replaceable. And then I'm just thrashing in the background. No! No, we're not! The crowning of Mia Greymane. She has to lead her people and become a football uh, character in this series. And then, and then she's the person you go to who teaches you how to be a human more of the time. I know that we're all trying to be more human like me as they throw me in the stockades for shouting at people. Mia Greymane discovers the cure for Worgen and she cures all her people. And you're the last, you and Celestine are the last ones in prison holding out. Her cure is throwing them all in the stockades. 
<laughs> Luckily, they're impenetrable, and no one has ever escaped. No one. We'll see. I mean, it, this it could go a lot of ways. I'm just, I'm just. We, but we know how it's gonna go, right? Like, I, I feel like we always do this, and we're like, oh, maybe they'll do something cooler, and it's like, no. It's always what you think it is, just as, and if sometimes even worse than what you think it is somehow. And I try to figure out why. I'm like, why am I playing this game still? And I'm like, well, as a pro wrestling fan, I'm used to shitty storylines to begin with. So I think at this point, as long as the gameplay is great, I can stomach anything. Yeah, and yeah. each each area has like a stinker of a story, and I'm just like, well. That's like early an aspect that's stinky, but I'm like, there's a lot of little moments and the general thing I enjoy. And then, yes, that's the gameplay I greatly enjoy. So I'm like, that's what keeps me going, even when <laughs> a strange decision is made. Right. Yeah. Same boat here. Like the in-game content is usually enough to keep me going. That coupled with like our guild and friends and that social aspect of it and just like... I don't know. I just make it a hobby of knowing what's going on in the story because I know that like it can be disappointing at times. <laughs> can you imagine if the story was good? Like, can you imagine like if the story was like everything like we had thought it would be? Oh my god! Like this would be game. It's everyone been playing this game. We need to be writers I think, at Blizzard. I think it's impossible to do that for an MMO. That's just me. I think MMOs require too much. For like everything to That's be true. good. That's true. You're right now, though. Now, wow. Sometimes the main thing is not good, but I think they're like I'm trying to think of like, and I won't go on a tangent, but people are like, "Wrath was the best story ever," and then you go and like four of the seven zones or whatever, and it's like, well, ugh. And then it's funny because like the people who talk about Final Fantasy say that the story is really good, but then like they don't have like Mythic Plus and like the raids are kind of just there i don't know i i feel like there's either like slanted as well more towards story or people are just really huffing their own farts over there probably is what it really is yeah i mean i feel like it definitely is like a a resource thing they probably put a lot of effort into their story and making it look look good because like obviously the game looks a lot better than wow so like i don't know i mean like in its own way i don't really like the whole like high anime type style of it but <laughs> god if only star wars the old republic was that way instead the gameplay just feels like you're fucking playing in a jar of molasses so how do you make lightsaber lightsaber combat feel ass it's crazy <laughs> why why i shout into the air while pounding my desk why did they add jedis to star wars galaxies <laughs> we could have had it all <laughs> but life ended in 2006 yeah I, uh, I died now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium boot immune you get to go first well let's see here i feel like i'm gonna call it a top two I feel like the beginning of a season with new dungeons, they're not, you know what I mean by new, like it's, you know, it's our first time doing them as Mythic Plus and our mm -hmm. first time really doing them at a high content ever for like us. So like, it's enjoyable in the sense that it's challenging, but like, Karazhan is really challenging and like they've nerfed it like four times already and they're going to have to nerf it more. But like, I just like the feeling of a new season trying to learn things, trying to work together to figure out how we can defeat things, as bad as it feels, because we've had to, like, personally leave, like, four or five Karazhan runs, like, without being able to finish them. But, like, I know it'll be satisfying once we, like, 
have it unlock after we get a little more gear and we like know what is like causing us to have so much trouble so maybe it ends up being a medium move but like i'm gonna call it a top two just because it's the it's still exciting um but slide whistle what do you got i got a big fat bottom boot this week oh what oh, is it no. well i and immune were running a tazavesh together it is a keystone and he got the glider that drops for everybody and so now i can't ever fucking use that glider again the cartel glider or something like that yeah, I, I got very lucky because, yeah, as Slide Whistle form, like, um, famously said on the podcast before, it is a guaranteed drop. We all got it, right? On our first ever kill of Tazavesh when he got it, but it very much so was not because I've run a lot of Tazaveshes on a lot of different characters since then, and I just got it for, the like, this last week, so... I'm excited by that. I, that actually should have been my top two. Is that only on Gambit's table, or is it Gambit and Street's? I it would it would just be Gambit, right? Because it's Soleya. Yeah, I got it during Gambit. So like I feel like you either get it from a Gambit or for from doing the like actual full version of it. Can you still do that? Uh yeah, you can do this. Mm, yeah. Do they Cuz make... you have to be able to do it as hard mode still, right? Yeah, it still yeah. exists. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can do a mythic zero on it, right? They just Never will there be a key that is the whole darn thing. Right. All right. Well, that's it. What about you, Aaron? Um. Well, I got a pretty cool knife this week. Oh, nice, nice knife. Yeah, knife. Uh, obviously we're having a big shindig. Uh, it's the top two to my life coming up. I'll marry my best friend with my best friends around. She came into the room just now and showed me a really cool thing of champagne she got for the special occasion. I'm quite excited. Uh, As of this recording, we are days away. And if you're listening to this, it might not have happened yet, but something tells me it's going to be pretty cool. Don't drop the champagne. I will. We'll go all over my shoes. I'll go, no, I'll lose my deposit at the men's warehouse. Oh, my God. What is the quote? What is the men's warehouse quote that the man would always say on TV? <laughs> oh, no, I look bad. I know it. <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm not going to love the way I look. You're going to love the way I look. No, you're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. Why do I know that still? I don't understand why it's in my head. <laughs> well, it's because it's, it's one of the top ten, like, all, like, commercial earworms. Like, 288-300-Empire. Call now. Their newest commercial is literally just them playing every version of it in a row. Yeah, have you seen that? I don't, I don't normally watch TV. So, like, me, we've been watching Big Brother Live sometimes. So, CBS gives us commercials. And it's bizarre. It's like it's like a fever dream. There's, like, 55 Empire men all across the years singing the song. It's not good. Yeah, very weird. But speaking of empires... Our empire would crumble without the support of our patrons. We're talking about Command Sergeant Major Tijerla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey. Ahoy, Vince, aka Nathanos killed himself to see Sophonis and she won't even pick up the phone. Instinct slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the hunters of Uno Mas are burly boys. Despite the fact that I think the vast majority are women. <laughs> it's at least 50-50 now, but like, yeah, we, we'd be pumping out there. 
Crucifix, Cardicay, Saracen Hawk, Joe DiGiorno Dorno, Gershom the Grill Master, Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde, Vanderlyle, and Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. With that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us on the Twitter at donotrelentpod, or you can join our Discord and see our baby pictures at donotrelent.com. I don't we think we have any baby those? pictures there, but I can, I can share a baby pic of me to pick some memes if y'all want, I guess. I am not doing that. You guys can do that. I'm just, I said we. We was you guys. What, what about you guys? One time I sent Slide Whistle's baby picture and I put it on the big screen at the big house at U of M. Oh, okay. That's when he graduated there, but he didn't. I was going to say, I don't think he did. He definitely didn't. Everyone clapped, though, because it was so cute. But you can find uh, me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And watch me on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Alright, we'll catch you cool cats and kittens next week and only one of us will become a man then. I'll finally get my man voice. The door to Kingdom Hearts will unlock and I'll step through with my good friend Riku and get my man voice. Don't worry, we're going to make sure that the old ball and chain doesn't stop him from recording the podcast with the boys. (laughs) Wow, we're entering our, like, um, boomer husband era <laughs> oh, the old wife the old bag of bones yeah she's there alright uh, see you guys next week and remember another down do not relent do not relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing US Proudmore's premier podcasts that was a very good wish <laughs> <laughs>